This is Monster of the Week. I'm Jeremy Greer. It's with Chris and Jeremy. I'm Chris Mosier. Dean is gone and Sam's got a dog. I'll tell you what. Why don't I go get some uh, herbal tea? Okay. And you can find some cowboy junkies on the dial. Eat me, Dean. And you know what? We'll just talk it out. Good talk. What the heck is going on? Creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I have one good episode of season eight and then just another shitty one right afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> we're covering yeah. every single episode of the TV show Supernatural and uh, we are in the thick of. Uh, right, really, we're at the end. We're in the back half or the the back quarter of season eight. Yeah, I guess we are, huh? And, um, we're really creeping up on the ending here. I, uh, as as you could probably tell, I'm not a super fan of this ep- this episode that we're covering today. Yeah, um, it's. It, it is what it is. You know, I, I honestly didn't... It feels like Season 8 just started, because it feels like Season 8 started with Episode 12 or 13, whatever that halfway point was, uh, where they put aside Benny and Amelia and decided, let's focus on the trials and Castiel and, you know, interesting things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so it feels weird that it's already kind of winding down to, to the end, or winding up, I guess, to the ending, when it feels like, you know, we're just getting the ball rolling. This should have been Episode 1. This is where we start moving towards... The, the three trials and that's how they lay out the whole season but i mean in a way it, it like if you said before it almost is better that we're getting this like short 10 episode like sprint mm-hmm. through this main storyline um and yet we still keep getting a couple like real weird diversions along the way but we're getting closer i will say um i would have given anything in the world to have this episode in the first half of season eight um, mm-hmm. This would have been like I feel like this would have been placed very well, just like the um, the episode two episodes ago, which was about um, the one after the witches. It was about the, the Titan one, yeah. The, the remember the Titans one? How that just like it just was okay, just because of the one that came before it. I think this one suffers right. because I was so excited after last week's episode, and to go into what is basically a non sequitur that doesn't go anywhere doesn't feel real, real great. So I could see this fitting in early on too, especially with. It's- the talk of these kids trying to live a normal life while also being hunters and, you know, Sam's whole issue with all that. Mm-hmm. It seems like it would have kind of fit into that and they're still trying to make it fit into that. Even though I feel like, I, I don't know. feels like all of that should be over and done with by this point. Like Sam has yeah, made his yeah. choice. So I don't know. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Come on, Sam. Come on, Sam. Uh, so, before we get into the main part of the episode, let's thank all of the lovely people over at patreon.com slash monster of the week for donating yes. a couple of bucks a month and getting all kinds of cool stuff. Um, this episode is going out. Do you have any idea when this episode is going out, Chris? Do you have a calendar in front of you? Uh, it'll be next week, I think. Yeah, so uh, be... it'll be the 29th uh, of November. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, you've got a couple of days. We're going to be running a, uh, a cool special on our Patreon. If you sign up for the $5 tier uh we're going to send you a christmas gift i have a monster of the week this is this has been a kind of a controversy on the discord i mm-hmm. call them huggies mm-hmm. <laughs> they're the things that I you think, put beers cans of beer or, or soft drink yeah. into to keep them cold i think we call them koozies generally around here I, i've heard um, koozies the only i can do either or like they're both said down here koozies is just a much uglier word to me so i just always go it, feel, it feels way more made up <laughs> Koozie sounds, I don't, koozie sounds like a um, 
uh, like a, a band in uh, the Warriors, right? Like it's it's like yeah. a, it's the name yeah. of a gang, all female, like or like a or like a weird alcoholic drink that my mom gets or something. Like it doesn't feel like. Oh something yeah, give that... me a light koozie on the rocks, please. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm going to give you uh, what I have since looked up a uh, a a compressible can insulator is the, the company that i bought them from that's what they call them uh it's a monster week branded thing you can see pictures on the discord uh but yeah if you sign up at that five dollar tier if you're already at the five dollar tier you're golden just make sure your address is on patreon if uh if you're already a patron and you're above the five dollar tier you're golden just make sure your address is good and if you're at the one or two dollars you can just jump up for december and we'll send you a huggy so go check that out uh and special thanks to a a huge member of our community that we forgot to think because I am extremely not organized when it comes to thanking people. Uh, our friend Roxy, who goes by yes. uh, uh, Werewolf Girlfriend on the Discord, which I like, right. I like quite a bit. Um, <laughs> she's a big part of our Discord community and Twitter and all that stuff. So thank you very much. Thank you for listening and thank you for communicating yes, with us. Thank you. Uh, Chris, ca- catch me up on season eight so far. Uh, I'll do my best. So last time on The Vampire Diaries, Christy and Aiden were busted making out by their big sister Josephine. But that's the least of their worries. With a couple of horny vamps in town, it's going to take these teens more than a little bit of face-sucking to me to help them wiggle their way out of this one. But with prom on the way and a big math test on Friday, will they be able to keep their busy schedules in check? Meanwhile, Sam and Dean are still recovering from their battle for the Angel Tablet. Meg died fighting Crowley to save the boys, and after nearly killing Dean, Castiel was able to break free from Naomi's mind control and is now on the run with the Angel Tablet. But sure, let's have another episode about teens. <laughs> I do I do like that Vampire Diaries show. That's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm literally just kidding. I don't, I don't, I know. I don't like I the know. Vampire Diaries show. <laughs> Uh, we are covering episode, excuse me, season eight, episode 18, Freaks and Geeks. Well, you could not have like been more, like if you title something Freaks and Geeks, I get excited, Chris. Like that's one of my favorite TV shows of all time. And yeah, just anyway. Um, <clears throat> season eight, episode 18, Freaks and Geeks, written by Adam Glass, directed by John F. Showalter. This aired on March 27th, 2013. Sam and Dean run across a new and unusual team of hunters. Sam and Dean investigate some recent vampire kills and are supposed and are surprised to learn Chrissy Chambers is involved. They find Chrissy and learn her father was killed and she's been taken by a named by a man named Victor who has taken in a group of orphan kids to teach them how to hunt. Victor is helping the teenagers find the vampires who took their parents so that they can get revenge. Sam is intrigued by Victor's method of giving the teenagers a home life as well as a hunting life, but Dean is suspicious of Victor's motives. Sam keeps asking to be adopted. Hey, uh, hey Victor, you got you got some you got another room in here? I mean, he does spend the night during this episode, so he, he obviously does. has one room. Um, He's trying to be adopted. He wants to go back to school. So just a reminder to the listeners, uh, Chrissy is a uh, child of a hunter. We saw her, um, I think it was last season. Uh, yeah. The boys, her father was kidnapped. Uh, the boys, first Sam goes and tries to save him and Sam gets kidnapped. Then Dean goes. And then, of course, Chrissy pals along with Dean and ends up stabbing the, do you remember the monster? 
No clue. Man, they named no it. They named clue. it in the episode, and I can't. I can't remember, but it was some like seductress type monster thing. Um, <clears throat> so this is that little girl. She still looks exactly like that little girl, even though they kind of act like she's all grown up now. Like she looks extremely like she just looks like a thirteen year old girl to me during this entire. She episode. looks ex- extremely like a thirteen year old girl. It's very awkward because the very first yeah. scene is her and uh, this guy Aiden, uh, Aiden making out in a car <laughs> next to a dam. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we just we just start with a with a make out point, make out sesh, um, and then we see somebody like lurking around outside. That's that's the whole setup here. There's a, a spooky blue van pulls up, yep. and somebody's just sort of lurking. Um, not Gordon, uh, surprisingly, Gordon's it's, still dead. It's not <laughs> it's not Gordon. They hear something outside. Somebody goes to check. Um, yeah, Aiden gets out almost, while Chrissy like kind of uh, begs, like, "Don't leave me alone! Don't leave me alone!" I don't like why, like, because we're about to find out that all of this is this was a fake makeout. Brand this, that this is fake makeout. Fake makeouts, um, yeah. And it's if, if it's a fake makeout, why is she all like, no, don't leave me alone? It doesn't matter because yeah, this vampire jumps them or tries to, but they were just setting they were setting a trap. It was all it was all a honeypot, yep. and they jump out and they kill the vampire, and and that's that. Yep, Aiden chops his head off uh, from behind. Um, and they recognize the vamp mm-hmm. and they say like, oh, hey, like this is this is one down, two to go. Like this is definitely them. Uh, yeah. And that jumps us back into the main episode where uh, Sam and Dean are arriving at a at a police station, you know, because yeah. they're just spray tanned to high heaven. They are one. extremely weirdly colored in this episode. Like, I don't know if it's yeah. the makeup. I don't know if it's the recording quality. I don't know if this is yeah. Netflix. I don't know what the, what this the is. color correction or what yeah. the hell it was. But I thought, damn, boys, they just got back. What from, is going on? They got back from vacay down in Texas. They yeah. were doing some. Uh, what were they doing on vacay in Texas? Were they doing some jet skiing? You think? I don't know. Some water they, skiing? Dean was. Dean was probably playing pinball or something, whatever his new fascination is. He's always got something. Sam was at the library. I can tell you that. But <laughs> How did they, Dean, who what knows? These outdoor he's pinball halls and outdoor libraries that they're getting these tans yeah, from. Chris. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Sam was picnicking with a dog somewhere that he found. He <laughs> know that he just stole. It's a dog that he just walked up and assumed was homeless. Some little girl is looking yeah. for the dog somewhere. Yeah, the um, whole time. <clears throat> Dean has found the vampire case, and uh, they're going to go check it out. But before they do that, uh, he offers to Sam, who is in, already in his full FBI uniform and has presumably mm-hmm. driven four hours to this this uh-huh. town. He <laughs> says, hey, by the way, Sam, you don't have to do this if you don't want to. I mean, I know we're like 18 hours from anywhere that we would even close yeah. to call home. But hey, if you if you want to take a knee on this, it's okay. You know, I think we're not. I'm not going into a boxing ring. I'm going to talk to a guy. Like, yeah, yeah, this is just a local police station. Like, I'm not. I've done this all dude, my life, dude. I can still talk to people. I've done this since I was five foot eight. Okay, which was yeah, which was yeah. only only. I mean, I know it was 24 years old. Okay, I know I was a late groomer, yeah. but yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jared, yeah, Gro- Jared grows ten inches until. when he turns 25. Is really funny to me, yeah. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Dean comes to pick him up at the first episode of Supernatural, and he's just like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> what the hell happened to you? <laughs> You're huge! Dad's gone on a hunting trip, and he hasn't been... Whoa! Sam! And Sam! <laughs> what have you been eating? <laughs> I thought you were, you were sitting down, <laughs> and then you... Wow! What is this? <laughs> Damn! Jessica, what do you do to this guy? He's, and Jessica's like, he knocks blood! <laughs> all he does makes him tall uh it makes him tall i don't know why his capillaries are all stretched out so it's a weird side effect of of, of nothing blood it really is 
so he's concerned about Sam, right? Castiel is but, yeah, but that's... He's, he's so hurt, hurt that he can't be healed. Uh, and Dean's like, hey, you know, like you can you can do this. And Sam's like, hey, are you okay? Like Castiel beat the shit out of you, man. Like, do you want to talk about that? And he's like, uh, 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 uh no. Uh, yeah. I like because then he realizes, oh, you don't mean my face, you mean my feelings. You mean my feelings. Uh, yeah, I, I like that. I like this a lot. I like that Sam flips it back on him. Like, hey, I'm, I, we are in this together, man. Like, you were just as fucked up, if not more so, than I am. But Dean deflects, and he just, you know, some no no chick flick moments or whatever his typical line is. Uh, yeah, he says like, something about going. Sam to is like, dude, the- your boyfriend just beat you up. Yeah, like you gotta you gotta let you gotta let this one go, Dean. You gotta you gotta yeah. go away. I don't care how how good the sex is. He's, he beats you up the one time. <laughs> it's never just the one time. Um, they go into the sheriff station and find the sheriff uh, who has the most accent. I don't I don't know what mm-hmm. accent it is, but he is just he's laying it on thick, man. He is just yeah. all over the place, and he is having a good time with this. I don't know if he thought he was <laughs> cast in Fargo or in. <laughs> <laughs> but like he's very much like a bad character actor in a, in a Coen Brothers movie. <laughs> it's good though. It's, it's good. It's really he's, he's he really wanted to be part of the case. He's hoping you know if he gives it his all, they'll let him tag along in the back of the Apollo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe I'll be the next hunt. I'll be I'll be the next Jody. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he gets the script. That's what he just keeps saying. I mean, that's I'm, I'm thinking this character. He's gonna be the next Jody. <laughs> This guy's got legs. Come on, guys. He's talking to his, he's talking to his daughter who loves Supernatural, and she's like, Dad, you have three lines. He's like, I don't know. I can make Joey it work. didn't have a lot of lines either. <laughs> what if I do the accent? She's like, Dad, don't do the accent. <laughs> don't do the accent. How much hand stuff should I do, Christy? No, don't do any hand stuff. <laughs> don't do the hand Dad, how many times do I have to say no hand no stuff? No hand stuff. <laughs> so... Uh, they, he confirms, like, hey, we found these victims, throats ripped out, blood drained, uh, classic vampire shit in the supernatural Yeah, world. jokes aside, it's kind of a drag. There's a lot of murders Several happening. people, Several people are dead. Um, but they've got video of it this time. They they, they put installed some cameras over at the uh, local makeout spot next to the dam. Yeah, the cops spotted the fake makeout at, at fake makeout point. The sheriff said, I almost went in and arrested him. I could tell those makeouts were fake. There was not a lot yeah. of tongue. It was yeah. just kind He's of like, pressing. There's one thing I'm not going to allow in this town. It's fake makeouts <laughs> what's next dry humping without love that's not lo- that's not real dry humping you not have my town <laughs> <laughs> not while i'm sheriff i'm the new jody <laughs> That's not in the Paul. That's not in the script. You have to. You have to take that out. I'm the new What's that? <laughs> Paul. Now you're just yelling. You can't. You're blowing our sound, man. You have. You can't. You got. Bring it down, Paul. <laughs> um, so they watch this surveillance footage from fake makeout point, and mm-hmm. Dean's like, "Shit, I recognize that young teen girl. Yeah. I've seen her before." And um, it's Chrissy. It's definitely Chrissy. Uh, and he immediately tells the sheriff, "Like you got to shut this down. You're 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 you have managed to cross over with the federal investigation, and you're fucking it up." Because the sheriff was about to throw out an all points bulletin, an APB on that on these all these kids. And uh, it's, you know, Dean doesn't know the other two, but he's got some affection for Chrissy. Like they bonded over you know being dorks in the last episode, yeah. a little fist bump or something. They did. We flip back to Chrissy, who um who can barely see over the counter at this hotel. It's- club. So funny. She's like, it's fine. She'll hit her. She'll hit her growth spurt in college <laughs> when she's twenty five, just like yeah. Sammy. Uh, yeah. She's showing her ID to the clerk, and he's like, "You're twenty five And like, she slides a couple of twenties over. And she's like, "Actually, I'm forty. Uh, 
Which he's like, well, that don't make no darn sense. <laughs> that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, what are like, doing? what is with these actors today? Why is that guy yelling in a southern I'm accent? I'm the new again? Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> I think this could work. <laughs> this guy's seen some stuff. Me and Paul got some ideas. <laughs> so, uh, she gets a uh, she gets a key. He lets her go in. Uh, she she goes into this room. Um, sits up a laptop and some gear. Uh, Aiden is there, who is extremely into Chrissy. He 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 is very thirsty for. Her. Um, He's a horny teen. I'm just gonna say it. Even though he didn't want to say it, she but... insists that she has a boyfriend in Canada. Um, yeah. Which I mean, come on, Chrissy. <laughs> She's like Aiden. It's a fake makeout, Aiden. Yeah. All right, Aiden. Um, the third person in this group arrives, Josephine. Uh, Josephine. Basically, is all business. She goes, you can just shut all this shit down. Aiden says uh, he hooks up like a video camera to his ear so that they can watch what they're so that she can watch him from the from the hotel room as they're going to go attack this vampire. And he's like, oh, how about a new tradition where we get more kisses at the beginning of every hunt? And I'm like, Aiden, what the fuck is wrong with Aiden, you? Like, you are please. This is the wrong kind of confidence, man. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you got some weird energy bro you need to settle down you literally just asked for more kisses who the fuck does that not even people yeah, that are yeah. getting for real makeouts ask for more kisses can i have more kisses no. please more smoochies please and in no I, I am guaranteed that there's never been even if they were talking about hersey's kisses nobody has ever asked for more kisses please more, in their more kisses please no no you can't have you got more some kisses. weird energy bro Aiden, calm down Kim, calm down and kill the fucking vampire. So uh, they have traced a, uh, they've tracked a vampire to this hotel. He's shacked up. Um, Aiden and Josephine go down the hallway. They find some blood. This is all being fed back to a laptop via like mysterious streaming technology. And Chrissy's like yeah. the mastermind in this, which actually yeah. is kind of cool. Bluetooth, Jeremy. It's all Bluetooth. Yeah, it's totally Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah, I actually like this idea. I'm like, Sam and Dean should use some shit like this. So like, okay, I'm going to go in that way instead of just like, well, I'll wait until it's been too long and then I'll follow you. <laughs> or yeah. You can just watch them from a laptop while they're in the Impala. If I don't, if I don't come back in 20 minutes, Dean, just wear the fucking camera. Okay. Like it's, yeah. I know it yeah. looks dorky but pin it to your ear dude just leave your phone on speaker and it's fine we'll facetime sam would never wear it because he doesn't want anybody to know that he nuts blood though that's the problem well that's the thing every time he's like dean i got this one and dean's like you sure sammy he's like yeah dean and then he goes in he's like ah! god not again he got, got me again sam not again! Ah! all right um do you have any um asshole friends that like send you a picture and it turns out like there's a dick in the picture and you weren't expecting it. Oh yeah. It's always something like that. Or it's like poop. Yeah. It's yeah, always just poop yeah. for me. I'm like, got cool. Sam is like that, but with nut and blood. <laughs> like, nut and blood. He just, <laughs> Sam, not again. You sent me a picture Sam, of your trash it. kid. What are you doing? Sam. Oh, he's like, Oh fuck. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they burst into the room. They find a, a victim being tied down onto the bed, not being tied down, tied down to the bed. Um, and then, um, oh, actually, there's this really cool scene here where, like, the Aiden and Josephine are about to open the door, and it actually turns into Sam and Dean opening the door to Chrissy's hotel room, mm-hmm. which I find very cool. Uh, yeah. So they walk in, and she's like, "Yeah, my dad's dead. I'm on a case. Uh, I hunt. I hunt vampires." Yeah. Now. She's like, "It's just hunter stuff, you guys." Yeah, yeah. You guys probably would understand if I'd like had a time, but while all that's happening, um, they kind of all hell breaks loose in the other room. So Aiden and Josephine were in the room. The chick was tied down. A vampire comes out of nowhere, starts yeah. attacking. This vampire who looks like Tobey Maguire to me. Yeah. That's just mm-hmm. that's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he doesn't. He just like jump out the window when everybody shows up. 
Oh, because he's Spider-Man, and he he trained. He did three of those movies, so he's got like <laughs> yes, that Spider-Man bod. And everybody also, knows a good spider ability is jumping out of the window of a third yeah, floor. Yeah, Andy did, Andy did Seabiscuit, so he's got the jockey training. He was Toby in, McGuire. He was in Seabiscuit? Really? Is it, is it, is it, he plays Seabiscuit, yeah. <laughs> he plays Seabiscuit. <laughs> yeah. So he had to have a lot of athletic ability. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, you had to. It's, it takes a lot to wear a saddle. I mean, not that I would know or anything. I don't. It's Toby McGuire. It's Steve Biscuit. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you're asking Jess for that right now. I hope she's in your room and you're like, is this Toby McGuire? It's Steve Biscuit. Um, hold on, I'm looking it up. <laughs> this is important for the podcast. Yes, he is. <laughs> okay, good. Confirm. 2003, everybody. Good, good deal, good deal. Okay. So uh, once he's finished jumping out the window, yeah, Sea Biscuit out the window. Um, Sam and Dean burst into the the room, uh, trying to chase it. Dean sees the blue van that the guy's kind of running towards. Um, but before they know what happens, Chrissy is on the trail for this guy, and uh, Chrissy, who is a master dart gunist, that's my that's the new. <laughs> that's what she, uh-huh. right uh-huh. i mean that's what you call like she's she she, she yeah. shoots darts from like a thousand miles away dude and like just she went for it. that weird specific skill tree that isn't good until you reach max level but now she's there but now she's she, she managed to get through most of the game without it and now she's here uh she shoots these darts filled with dead man blood which of course incapacitates him uh dean goes to try to kill this vampire dean finally catches up and and chrissy says no 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 that's not your kill uh josephine rolls up and she's got the whole hunter revenge speech like there was a family it was a boy and a girl and a and a child i, I don't really know what a family is i've been hunting for too yeah. long <laughs> i've been hunting for too long <laughs> she, but she gives this big long speech and eventually executes the vampire cuts its head off and uh saying that was my family you killed all of my family which dean has kind of smells something weird about this because the, the vampire during this is like screaming that he didn't do it and that he's innocent yeah um He's he's kind of playing innocent this whole time. It's um it's a it's a kind of a sharp juxtaposition against like bloodthirsty teens and innocent vamps. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the name of my fan fiction. Also, just FYI, um, if anyone's interested in checking that out, is that Twilight? But, yeah, Harry it's Potter? a what, what, what is that <laughs> kind of a mix? Actually, it's it's in fact both. Um, funny you should ask. <laughs> it is in fact Edward Cullen and Ron Weasley. Oh wow, that's a that's an interesting pairing. Tell me, that's my ship. What? That's my ship. You know what, everybody? We'll uh, we're just going to cut out the next forty five minutes where Chris yeah. is talking about his fanfic, and we're just going to put that in the outtake. So have yeah, something absolutely. have something to look forward to. Absolutely. Um, and we're back. <laughs> so at this time uh dean grabs christy and is like hey we need to talk um leads her over she basically says like oh yeah dad's dead uh i'm on my own uh or not on my own i got picked up by this dude named victor uh me and victor you know me and my dad led the the apple pie life for a while and then i came home and i found him dead so victor adopted me yeah and now i'm yeah. with this crew and we're we're all good yeah we roll deep we kill vamps Meanwhile, fake makeout over there is is looking at Christy, and he's like, "Oh my god, she used to date this hot older guy. That guy's like almost forty. Oh my god, how can she's I thirteen. That, how can I compete? That dude I only how, got a fake makeout. That dude looks, looks like he knows how to use his tongue. I don't know how to yeah. use my tongue. Oh my god, he has his driver's license. Oh my god, all I'm doing is tracing the alphabet in there. I have no idea what to do. I have no idea. <laughs> Sometimes I get the letters wrong. I just want kisses. <laughs> I just want more kisses, please." <laughs> <laughs> uh the 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 kids bag up this body like really professionally while this is going on like they've got the 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 
the the plastic they've got tape they've they do the head separately they load it up into the trunk and they're like okay we're going to victor's you can tag on you can tag with and so they all go to victor's house uh sam remembers victor because it's supernatural and sam remembers seeing everybody now he's like oh yeah sam's met everybody at least once and he's he's had sex with somebody that they know oh absolutely or or the the werewolf that killed their family That's right. That's right. Because Dean is the playboy, but it's oddly enough, it's Sam who's got who's got the the long. I was I was gonna call it a body bag. I don't know why. Just filled with ex lovers. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that makes sense though. It makes sense. It's got a whole mortuary back back behind him, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think Sam has like canonically had more sex than Dean up to this point. Probably. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm not going to go back and, and add that all that up. I'm sure it's a Wikipedia page has done that somewhere. Um, Dean has canonically gotten more phone numbers, I bet. But, yes. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. That's because Sam doesn't bother with his telephone numbers. He's just, he's not trying to date. He's trying to. They're not going to live long enough for him to text them in the morning. <laughs> Your phone's going to be canceled in a week, honey. Yeah. Let's just get in bed. You're going to die before your phone does. So. <laughs> he looks over, he thinks it's on 10% battery. Yeah, you're still going to die let's before make, your phone let's does. Let's make this quick. <laughs> and afterwards, she's like, what is that? He's like, I don't want um, So Victor thinks that he's here at this house training the next generation of hunters. Yes. Um, And how, like, yeah, you're all kind of... um. You know, look at you guys. Look at us. We're all sort of fucked up. Garth, he's a, he's a shit show. Talks a little bit of shit about Bobby. Um, I love, so I love Dean's like, like, watch yourself, bud. Watch it. it. The love PS2 it. is just as good as the PS4. <laughs> <laughs> look, Xbox One has some great video games out now, okay? It's not yeah. the same as it was in 2014. Right. Stop comparing him. Anyway, um, I don't know. At some point around here, Chrissy says, we're not the X-Men. And it's like, oh, so you mean you're not the one thing that would have made you guys cool? <laughs> <laughs> I like this because uh, this is such a, a turn from what I think the boys expected and really what I expected, right? Um, it's uh, it, it's it's a perfectly like suburban home. It's yeah. nice. It's neat. It's that same organized. set that they've used for every interior house. Every interior house of a widow's that has to like, like this is this is. I think this yeah. is Bobby's house. It could probably be Bobby's house with a different camera angle. Um, Josephine comes like running up to Victor and gives him a big hug and says like, Oh, I killed him. And you know, we, we recite the the little mantra, which is move on, but never forget. And then he's like, well, you got that big trick test tomorrow, girl, you need to get up there and study. Um, and then, yeah, like, so this is like a kind of a weird combination of the apple pie life that Dean has always wanted, but also like training these, these kids to be hunters and also keeping them in school at the same time. Very weird. Very weird. Also, they say, what, uh, move on, but but never forget. Move on, they, but never forget, yeah. Dean's like, move on, what is that? <laughs> Moveon.org? Is that, is that yeah, a thing? I watch, that I watch TV, I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he and Victor just basically lays out all of the stuff that you said, and it's basically like, hey, I'm, I'm here to help them get their revenge, so that after they do that, they can be the best hunters this world has ever seen. They can be better than us. Um. And yeah, that's really weird to me. Yeah. Uh, and I think the boys have a little bit of a conversation about this because Sam is like, ah, yeah, okay, I could see this because Sam still was like, apparently wants to get out and, and not be a hunter anymore. Um, Like he's, you know, we can tell he's not super sold on it, but he, I think he likes the idea of it, of being able to have both, which I don't know why hunters have to be these weird vagabonds on the road. I mean, just because like John Winchester was fucked up doesn't mean that every other... Hunter written into the show also has to be that same level of fucked up, you know? 
there can be the hunter that hangs out in just Sioux Falls and <laughs> and just kills the monsters that come to his hometown. Um, but generally speaking, that's not how it is. Um, but this almost seems like, yeah, any any trouble that comes to our neighborhood, these kids will be able to deal with it. But other than that, they can just um, do their math homework. Well, and Dean, I think Dean's big issue in this, and we, it's revealed during the conversation, um, is like you're it's because they're kids like it's mm-hmm. one thing for uh, a grown man or a grown woman uh, to choose this life and to choose to risk their lives protecting people but these are kids that haven't really been fully trained and you know sam says this at one point back to him he's like we were kids too we've been doing this since we were 13 he's like yeah look how that that worked out for us like yeah. these kids should be given a chance to just be normal and then if a vampire takes away their entire family they should be allowed to go on a revenge quest and become a vagabond across all of the united states um, right right I think it always comes down to choice with mm-hmm. Dean and the fact that he never had a choice. Um, in a way, I think that Dean really enjoys being a hunter to, to some extent, but he didn't get to choose being a hunter. I mean, yeah. he did in season five, like sort of. It was, you know, Michael or or Team Free Will, whatever. Um, but I think in general, that's that's kind of his whole big sticking point is if they were adults who chose to be hunters because that's the path that their life is on. Awesome. More power to you. But they're too young to be deciding something like this, and and it's just not right. Yeah, and and also he's just suspicious. Um, like the yeah. he saw this blue van. Chrissy totally missed the blue van, didn't even see it. Uh, so he's he's thinking something weird is going on. He decides like, hey, the best way to get at the bottom of this is to hunt the hunters, uh, to hunt the vampires that they're hunting, and to get to them first. That will protect them. That'll get us more information. Uh, meanwhile, Sam gets to stay and like spend the night at at the fucking breakfast yeah, club the, or whatever. Yeah. Um, we see the blue van outside of the house at this point, I think, but um, nobody notices it. It's just for the audience. So yeah, uh, the next morning. Dean wake excuse me Sam wakes up and it's uh kind of like the stereotypical teenage breakfast thing like Victor has made waffles the kids everyone's of- zooming around picking up like shit as it pops out of the toaster it's yeah just, it's yeah like it's 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 very hectic and by the time Sam like literally sits down all of the kids are have eaten and gone to school like it's a five minute process um Sam basically like the kids leave and Victor like asks Sam like oh do you have kids do you want kids. And then reveals that a a Wendigo, like Victor used to have his own kids, reveals that a Wendigo ate all of his kids and his family, which is kind of a bummer. And Sam's sitting there with a mouthful of waffles, and he's just like, oh, um, that's cool. (laughs) I fought a Wendigo once. (laughs) Yeah, we used flares. What did you do after he ate your family? Oh, you didn't do anything? (laughs) I'm Uh, sorry. Sam does ask him, like, is that the reason you're doing this? And uh, Victor says, yeah, like, I realized that, you know, these kids who have lost their families don't have to live the same way that he did, like traveling around the United States and basically doing the dust in their pockets routine, right? Like just being a vagabond. Right. right. Um, which again, like Victor sounds like on, he's on the up and up now, but now. Yeah. Yeah. He's, you know, maybe we don't necessarily agree with everything he's doing, but it seems like his heart's in the right place. Like he's doing things for the right reason. It seems that way. It does seem that way. Uh, meanwhile, Dean is interviewing the victim from the hotel room. Uh, who is who not only knew the vampire that attacked her about a guy a guy named Jimmy Day, uh, but also knew him to be a local hero. Like he just got back from Afghanistan. He they just threw him a p- big parade a couple of weeks ago, uh, which of course you know it's, it's, Dean thinks is a little weird. Uh, and she also describes this the this dude in a hoodie and a blue van uh, that stopped to ask her directions and then like 
the next time next thing she knew she woke up and jimmy was there about to attack her yeah like she wasn't kidnapped by jimmy but he was there when she woke up exactly uh sam back at the house like he's just kind of tooling around looking at pictures while nobody yeah, like, what is sam doing all day <laughs> i mean he's just fucking he's just sitting there like all the kids went to school uh but the kids actually got pulled out of school by victor because victor has a line on the vampire that killed chrissy's dad uh, Sam is a little suspicious, like, how do you know it's the right one? And Victor pulls out all of this corroborating evidence of, like, police sketches and witness statements. But then he's also got a video of this vampire wearing the necklace that, I guess, Chrissy's dad used to wear, which I don't remember from that episode, but who cares? I don't don't really care that much. Who cares? Who cares? Um, Sam look, takes one look at that, and he's like, are you sure that this is surveillance footage? And the guy says, yeah, yeah, it is. And Sam's like, oh, okay. Uh, and then a few minutes later, he gets on the phone with Dean and he's talking and he says, yeah, he's got all this evidence, but the surveillance footage doesn't have a timestamp on it. And it just looks phony to me, um, which sounds, I guess, like a Sam Winchester thing to notice. Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm into that. Like, you know, him picking apart like some the details of some evidence while these kids are just look at it and, you know, immediately react to it. I think it's really good. Um, he also spots the the blue van outside. So him and Victor kind of team up for the rest of, or for most of the rest of the episode to go track down this blue van. Um, meanwhile, Dean has got a lead. Um, he says he went and talked to that same clerk who is, uh, you know, still angling for four or five more lines out of this. Uh, he's still trying mm-hmm, his best. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But he finds a lead, finds out this this hoodie guy uh, picked up a pamphlet for something called Conway Springs Lodge, uh, which is like a little campsite out of town near the waterfall. Yeah. Uh, the place is currently closed this time of year. So, which is always, I guess, early fall. I think that's the time of year that Supernatural takes place in at all times. At all times. Um, I do love, by the way, when he, Dean gets to this place, like it's a lot of exterior shots of him like moving around this place in the rain, and it's really cool. Like there's these huge tall trees, like it's a much different kind of outside place that we because usually they're just like I don't know, like in purgatory, right? Like it's usually just kind right. of generic. But uh, this looked really, really unique and cool. Like I, I was into this. Yeah, I really like seeing like the hunks in in the woods. Um, yeah, me too. I feel like I feel like Wendigo actually bringing you back to that again. Really, just it kind of sets us up. Uh, to fail because it's episode two and we're like we're in a cave system we're hiking through the woods there's all these like <laughs> things on location episode three is that the one with dead in the water um yeah yes yeah, the kid mm-hmm. we're like it's all set on this like beautiful like spooky lake yep. and then from then on it's usually just in motel rooms <laughs> yeah and episode four i think is the first demon one and it's just that weird cgi plane sequence <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, so Dean is investigating this place. He pulls the knife. Uh, he slips in. It's filled with like taxidermied animals and like all this creep crap on the wall. And then he encounters this woman who is scared. Uh, she doesn't know where she is. She doesn't know how she got there. Uh, when Dean kind of starts demanding, she tell him what's going on. So she pops fangs and you can tell it's the first time that this has ever happened to her. She's fucking terrified. Um, Dean is, is kind of taken aback as well. He's, you know, yeah. Just chill out. Don't do, make any sudden moves or anything. But before right. anything can really happen, the three kids show up all guns drawn and ready to fight. Yeah. She also, the vampire says that her stomach hurts, which for some reason was obviously as somebody with stomach aches all the time. It was seemed really re- real to me that she has no idea what's happening. And she's just like, my stomach hurts. Like, that's such a simple <laughs> thing that actually sold me on this vampire. Um, but yeah, Dean realizes, well, she hasn't fed yet. So, yeah. you know, there's there's still hope. Yeah, then the uh, then the teens show up. Well, well, well. <sighs> these fucking teens, man. I guess we we didn't really like say it explicitly, but these teens are exhausting to me. Kind of exhausting. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with the actors. You know, they're all just kids. But it uh, t- 
teen characters in Supernatural who are like a little bit um they're supposed to be like wise and mature, but at the same time they're, you know, juxtaposed against Sam and Dean who are while idiots and immature, they're also like fucking pros. Yeah. So it's just like seeing them side by side, you can't help but see the weaknesses in in the teens. Not to say that they're just all weakness, but that's that's kind of how they come off as as being brash and and ineffective when when in the face of Sam and Dean. <laughs> I can only handle so much precociousness from characters. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, there's a certain level of assumed ability that they give yeah. Chrissy that is just, I don't like, and, and she throughout this episode, like she does some crazy cool hunter shit. Like, don't get me wrong. Like they're doing some, some straight up hunter shit, but I just, I just like the arguing with Dean about this stuff and like not even listening because they're so hyped up. Cause Victor has them so hyped up on this. Um, they arrive, guns drawn. We immediately who flash them to here. Who, who apparently Aiden? Aiden definitely has like a fake ID, right? Like he's trying to get fake make outs. He's got a fake ID. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Victor and Sam are in a, a very nice park where it is daytime and not raining, so I can't it's be at the same a, time. I, it's very confusing. <laughs> I don't usually point that out, but it's such a jarring thing going from like this nighttime rainy scene to this beautiful park in the in, in the in the middle of the day. So very weird um they're pursuing this hoodie guy who hides behind a tree uh and sam is creeping up around the tree to get the drop on him when victor just straight up uh bonks sam on the head he gets a, a step ladder gets <laughs> all seven foot two high up there <laughs> bonks sam on the He's head like, i swear gun. the last time i saw this kid he was about five nine <laughs> it's weird he must have went to college and gotten tall it's <laughs> yeah. weird the vampires uh, just not like, in agreement like yep, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. i got a hoodie and i'm scary <laughs> <laughs> This, this dude's is, whole deal is, for like 90% of the episode. He's got a hoodie and he's scary. That's he's it. He's got a hoodie and he's wearing sunglasses even though he's indoors. Oh, man. Uh, that's just how much the light hurts him, Chris. That's how it is. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, so he knocks Sam out. Uh, meanwhile, Dean is trying to convince Chrissy that this couldn't be the vampire that killed her dad because this is a brand new vampire that's never been fed. Um, Aiden tries to step up here, trying to trying to show his big boy balls, and uh, mm-hmm. basically, Dean's basically like, "If you don't take that gun out of my face, something bad is going to happen." And Aiden's like, "What?" And Dean just snatches the gun from him, and then like, you know, unloads the bullet out of the magazine, the cartridge, and just barrel. hands yeah. the gun back to him like a fucking baller. Thank you, I, Dean. That, I like instantly like got a rush of blood to my nether. So I was like, "Oh my god, oh, Dean. <laughs> you better watch out, Chris. Don't want you, we don't want we don't need you nut and blood." <laughs> <laughs> It was just like, I was like, oh, Dean. <laughs> I want, oh, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Yeah, it was just a, it was such a, it was a, it was a badass move. And I was like, fuck you, Aiden. You had that coming, you little, you little shithead. Yeah, that's, that's, a, fake that's a move. Make out. That's the move that only a guy that's done real makeouts can accomplish. You're going right, to have to right, step right, up right, the right. game. He's, he's gone to, he's gone to second base. Um, yeah, he's, he's stolen third <laughs> once or twice. Um... <laughs> They end up. Dean convinces them basically, like, "Hey, let's bundle up this chick and let's take her back to Victor, and we'll we'll figure this out." Um, we go back to Victor's house, and Sam, who is tied to a chair, which I, I, I kind of was thinking in my head, like I should have been making a note of every time Sam wakes up being tied to a chair because I think it'd be, <laughs> I think it'd be He's a gonna... really funny supercut of just every time, yeah. like he just looks up and like yeah. looks around, surprised, like this has he never has to happened. Shake to the him hair before. out of his face. He's like, "How did I get here?" <laughs> Immediately checks the crotch. No bloodstains. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Victor's looking at him like, what? Excuse me? What did you think we were going to do, Sam? Uh, Nothing. It's not what you were going to do. 
Victor's plan is to make it look like uh, the vampires tracked Sam back to his house and uh, attacked him and killed Sam. And so they're going to find Sam dead, and that's going to set all of these kids on yet another revenge quest. And uh, and we find out that the vampire is is in the same room. He's like, yeah, this dude's going to eat you. Like this, what's that's what's about to happen. And this and this vampire guy, this hoodie guy's it, whole thing is is just like hoodie up, glasses on, fangs out, and uh, just not. I yeah. just hoodie up, <laughs> glasses on, fangs out, nut blood. <laughs> it's it's Friday Night Lights, Chris. Hoodie up, yeah, 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 glasses yeah. on, fangs out, nut blood. Uh, he says he says he's doing this so that he can um because he, he 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 justifies this by saying like we're in a war and like after Leviathan he actually name checks the Leviathans which again I f- always f- find yeah. very cool when they can work out stuff like that in the like story. oh and other people knew about them yeah uh, but basically after like the catastrophe that was the, the Leviathans he realized like we were losing and uh, they needed a a stronger faster hunter which is where Victor starts losing me as a villain the moment he starts talking about oh, faster and stronger like no I get it you're trying to train like super cool soldiers and everything but like come on my dude like you're, you're I thought his excellent. motivation was going to be some weird bullshit like he's basically framing these other new vampires so that these kids can get their revenge and like get it out of their system even though yeah. it's not real revenge I did too which was mm-hmm. like almost way more understandable like, let me train these kids to kill some, like, low-level shit, and they'll think that they, they got their revenge and they can move on with their lives. Um, but, no. That's but that's not, not the case. Uh, and we're Give gonna find, too much credit. And we're going to find out just how deep that fucking rabbit hole goes. Uh, yeah. Because Dean and the kids walk in, like, in the middle of this conversation, which I love this because, like, there was never any question that Dean was going to, like, worry that, that Sam got... You know what I'm saying? Like, there was never any... Like, mm-hmm. they, they didn't even let him set the trap. Dean just walks in and is like, hey, what's up? Oh, you guys are framing us. Okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Victor, uh, he's, he tries to say, tell these kids, like, oh, these, these dudes aren't to be... These hunks are not to be trusted. It does not work. Um, it, it, but it, he eventually just gives up and he's like, actually, no. Uh, I, yeah, you, I, I've been lying this entire time. Uh, this is the vampire that killed all of your, all of your parents. Uh, and then like, as if that wasn't bad enough, like, cause it, for a minute I thought, Oh, he's just working with the vampire that killed all of their parents. No, 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 no. He contracted the, he scouted out these kids, got this vampire was like, Hey, you need to go kill those, those kids families so that I can adopt them and make them yeah. into weird super hunters. Yeah. That's like an incredibly huge, uh, leap to make. And it's super fucking dark. It's like when yellow eyes was like, yeah, I spent like eons going around to psychic kids and putting their blood and my blood into them so that one day they could be lucifer's vessel or some whatever the hell his his end game mm-hmm. was make an army or something it's like all that except like yeah it's i went around killing kids parents so they could be strong later very very batman like it's like he saw batman and took all the wrong lessons it was like oh you gotta start with mm-hmm. the parent kills okay now i got it he was like you can't have a hero without having a tragic backstory exactly right yeah can't have a hunter unless you, you lose all your family to a death uh of course, like Let's this, get dust this, in all his pockets. Dust in all his pockets. The kids don't take this very well. Um, <laughs> uh, as uh, I think Chrissy pulls her gun, the vampire grabs Aiden, and Victor says, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna leave." Josephine goes to stab Victor, uh, distracting him just long enough for uh, Chrissy to grab her dart gun and just like put one directly in the eye of this fucking vampire that's holding Aiden and a very cool move. I'll give her credit for like being it's able cool. to shoot it's, a vampire cool in the eye with dead man's blood. That has to hurt. Yeah. 
That's pretty cool. They do like a, a triple a triple teen trick here. Uh, a triple Not as good as trick. a double brother bluff. But, I love it. Yeah. I love a triple teen trick. Yeah. Aiden doesn't really do anything, but yeah. of course he's a fake makeout boy. He wouldn't do anything. Yeah, he's part of it. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's yeah. <laughs> um, um, and then it's just really a um a, a morality play here of um you know what's his name Victor probably deserves what he has coming to him. But Dean trying to toe that line of, you know, we we hunt monsters, not not humans. I mean, if this was Geralt, he'd be like, no, yeah, we hunt monsters. And that guy's a fucking monster. So you got to kill him. Yep. But um, I think there is there is still this line that they're trying to tread. And we say that's not our job to kill humans, um, which I, I appreciate. I don't think Sam and Dean have willfully killed a lot of humans in their time, um, like demons who are possessed and all that. Yeah, I get it. But they're killing a demon at the same time. And it's just the. I'm not justifying it, but like that's why they do it. Um, where here, it's just you're just killing a guy. That's it. Yeah, I and I get it. Like you don't want to make Chrissy the 13 year old girl into a murderer. Um, but also, like I've I've seen like I can't quite square this with Dean and Sam being so willing to kill possessed humans, demon possessed humans so so readily. Uh, this mm-hmm. is a weird thing to like. This is a weird morality play to put in the middle of a of the season where they have just literally been murdering tons and tons and tons, like whole families worth of demons, demon possessed humans. Right. Um, I mean, I guess this is a do as I say, not as I do type sure, situation. Yeah. So I I can I can kind of buy that, but uh, I mean, I, I get it. I get you know, even if Dean's being a hypocrite here, I still get it because he's talking to a eleven year old girl. Exactly. By the end of this episode, she's going to be like negative nine. She's going to be just a, a yeah, itch in her daddy's pants. She's back in diapers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chrissy, still having the gun in hand, walks up to Victor and and starts pulling the trigger and says like This is for my dad." Pulls the trigger and, and there's no there's no ammo. It just clicks. Uh, Victor shakes every time she does this and she does this for Josephine's family and Aiden's family and a couple of other people. Like she, she pulls the trigger a lot and he like freaks out every time she does it. Um, and she tells the other ones like, Hey, we're just going to let him go, but he's got to live with himself and he's got to live alone and and just live with himself. And I'm like, no, that dude is definitely going to go find another vampire. And he is definitely going to just do all of this over again. Like this is not, he's not, he's a bad dude. He's not going to learn a lesson from this. Like that's, you need to, you need to arrest him or something. Go put him in something to, to not let him do this anymore. Yeah. That uh, doesn't, it doesn't seem like a great idea to just, just let this guy hang out. Thankfully, you know, he sort of solves the problem himself. Yep. He, grabs a gun that he had on his ankle and just shoots himself in the head thankfully is a pretty fucked up thing for me to say but he deals with the the situation one way or the other yeah the writers deal with this the only way they could have basically because you can't leave this dude just running around it's too much of a thread yeah they've already got Um, jesse out there like they can't they can't have two of these threads right right uh so yeah victor takes himself down and and that solves that now there's the problem of this this other vampire that Dean brought back. Um, and, you know, he says, yes, we can cure him because uh, this one time um, we, we found out about this vampire cure because my brother, who didn't have a soul at the time, he tricked me to becoming a vampire so that we could infiltrate their nest and find out about the alpha. And it was it was this whole thing. Um, so, yeah, we know we know about cure and vampirism now. Yeah, that's just the thing that we know how to do now. We haven't told anybody like we haven't written it down in any books or like alerted other any other hunters. Yeah, um, but we yeah. have not told Garth. We have not told Garth because who knows what Garth is going to do with it. Um so the next day, uh, we see the kids kind of like helping this girl who is finally coming back around. Um, 
Dean tells Chrissy he, she's gonna he's gonna take her to Cincinnati where she has an aunt. Uh, but she's like, no, 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 no. I'm, you know, Victor may have been bad, but you know, Josephine and Aiden are my family now. Um, she says we're not, we're not going to go out and hunt, but anything that comes into this town, we're going to deal with. Uh, so like, you're, we're cool here, and we're going to be like super cool teen adults. And uh, Dean says like, well, you know, he he gave you fake makeouts. He's not a real man. And she's like, no, he's he's fine. He's okay. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a social security number, but this is going to be fine. <laughs> you can just pay somebody forty dollars to get you a social security number. It's real easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah especially yeah, when yeah. you look like you're nine stuff. years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Hunter's stuff. It's not a big deal. Somehow, uh, Sam has gotten the necklace from her dad, so he gives that back to Chrissy. God, yeah. Who knows? And then, and then immediately says like, "I'll be outside," in a way that implies like yeah. in the same way that he does when like Dean has to like have uh, an emotional relation girl with a with emotional yeah, talk but he has to gr- get a kiss on the cheek from someone, yeah. which she does here. Which right? does I said here that too. as a joke, yeah. but he gets a kiss on the he cheek. Does, yeah, uh, he puts out his fist to get get the little fist bump, and she's like, "No, I'm I'm going to kiss you on the cheek," which of course you know Aiden sees because I'm a woman now. No, you're not. You are eight years old. You were all you right, were seven and a half years old, Chrissy. This is weird that you're kissing this grown man on the. It's Christy. weird that you could even reach. Like, I mean, you must be a step stool there somewhere. Yeah, Christy, let's worry about second grade before we worry about kissing Dean Winchester. <laughs> Christy, when you can learn how to operate the Apple TV on your own, then I will let you talk to Dean Winchester. <laughs> <laughs> Christy, when I can trust you to turn off the child lock on your iPad, then you can kiss Dean Winchester. <laughs> Chrissy, when you don't have to ride in a car seat anymore, I will let you kiss Dean Winchester. <laughs> Chrissy, when you could go up the stairs without having to crawl on your hands and knees, then we can talk. <laughs> Got to take this training wheels off the bike before you can kiss Dean, Chrissy. That's the way that shit works. Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, they, they, they part. Uh, Dean says, like, hey, I'm going to have this dude Garth check in on you guys um, because I can't be bothered to deal with my own bullshit. I always have to foist it on someone else. (laughs) It's such a great Dean line. I'm going to have a guy come and check on you because I'm too busy. (laughs) Yeah. I drive across the country all the time and I'm probably in this neck of the woods at least, you know, three, three, four times a year, but there's no no, no way in hell I'm coming back. Um, She's like, okay, cool. See you later. Uh, Aiden comes around the side and uh, like Dean's like, hey, Aiden, come here. And gives him, and, like Aiden thinks like he's, I know, I know. If I do anything to hurt her, you'll kill me, right? <laughs> Dean's like, as soon as your voice drops four <laughs> octaves, me and you are going to have a fist fight. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to knock some sense into you. Uh, but Dean says, no, no, I don't have to worry about that because if you, if you hurt her, she'll kill you because she's a badass six-year-old, Chris. She is a badass yeah. six-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> She doesn't even wear a bike, or doesn't even wear a helmet on her tricycle, excuse me. She She doesn't wear a bike either, bro. She is twice as young and twice as scary as Macaulay Culkin was in those Home Alone movies. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Uh... Finally, we get our we got our kind of epilogue to this show. Sam and Dean walk out, and Dean's like, "Oh, hey, now we we really have to work on shutting down that hellhole, that that gate to hell, because we've got to protect kids like that. Because you know that's not going to end well." And Sam's like, "Yeah, I, I guess we got to do that. We need to remind everybody of the main plot because we we were kind of off yeah. it this this whole episode. So, yeah, we're still doing that." I think so. I think Dean says all that. He's like, "So those kids can have a normal life." Or whatever, and and then he gets in the car, and Sam goes like, "Yeah, yeah, and me, and me too. Normal life, me too." I um, and then he gets in after Dean. I I guess overall, like this isn't like a terrible episode or anything. Um, it's just it's just 
I find it kind of boring to be honest with you. Like there's there's not a lot of action, yeah. which I don't need action for it to be interesting. But the the character drama here doesn't really work for me. Victor is so over the top evil by the end of this that it's fucking ridiculous. It's like finding out like Anakin yeah. killed all of those kids, right? Like you're just like, "Okay, okay, okay." Like I knew oh, he okay. I knew he was Darth Vader, but calm down. Yeah, I, just I was trying to get Star a tragic backstory for Darth Vader, and now he just murdered children, and I feel kind of bummed out about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah. <laughs> Sorry if I, if I bummed you out on Darth Vader, Chris. My bad. Just bringing it back out. <laughs> I've just been wrangling with these emotions since eighth grade, and here they are again. <laughs> I've been dredging them all up again. Uh, what do they call them? The little the little ins, the uh the, the little potties, the padawans. padawans. <laughs> There's yeah. some name. Yeah, yeah. There's some name that, that they use for the little kids that isn't Padawans. It's something very funny. And, and Obi-Wan's like, no, I'm not the triplets or whatever. You know, I don't I'm know. just gonna put uh, Star Wars kill kids that Darth Vader killed <laughs> into Google <laughs> and see if that Okay. Uh lightsaber battle. Oh god, this is all boring. I think they might be the younglings or something. They are. They're definitely younglings. Absolutely. God. <laughs> Way to make the kids sound like like weird creatures, man. Yeah, uh, I guess some of them are weird creatures. Anyway. Dude, if you want to go down a rabbit hole, <laughs> the Darth Vader Wikipedia page <laughs> is something. Wow. Something it's got to be weird. It's got to be. Yeah, let's see. I'm, I'm going to go with younglings. I just don't want to read any more Star Wars stuff for the rest of my life. Uh so, okay. so yeah, go, going back to this, I, I, Victor is so over the top goofy by the end of this, over the top evil that I just I have trouble caring. Uh, like it's it's such a ridiculous idea that this dude contracted a vampire to kill three specific families so that he could adopt those kids. Like that's a that's a ridiculous supervillain plan. Like he developed that plan while he was on his asteroid that he has floating around the world that he uses to launch missiles towards the United States. You know what I'm saying? Like he's that's yeah. so fucking yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, right. And and again, like Chrissy, I like Chrissy's character. All right, I feel like the actress has a hard time really earning some of the gravitas that they were giving her. Like it's cool to see her shoot that vampire in the eye with a dead blood dart, uh, but it's a dead man's blood dart. But it's, I, 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 she just doesn't really pull it off for me. Like I, I hate to say that. Like yeah. I, you know, I like my. They're women giving her like but, too much benefit of the doubt. I think. Yeah, yeah, maybe I am. Like if they or not not you, I think the writers are kind of giving her more than we're ready for with her. Mm-hmm. If I think she would have lasted a little bit more because I don't think we see her again, as far as I'm aware. Um, if we had seen her again in another scenario, still struggling with the the world that she's in and still learning and still trying to grow, and and she is here, but we also see her being like the ultimate badass. But it's like you're you know three and a half years old. When did you learn how to, you know, shoot a dart gun or whatever? Um, I think they do too much too fast. Yeah, I do too. And uh, it, uh, like, I, I would have liked to see this. I would have liked to see like a less. Um, I, I want to see Dean be wrong about this, right? Because mm-hmm. what, what happens is like Dean is suspicious and is totally right, and it's way more fucked up than anybody has. Like, Chrissy is smiling and kissing this, uh, kissing Dean on the cheek the next day after she finds out her parents were specifically assassinated by a vampire. Like, I want to see this dealt with yeah. a little bit more seriously, I think. Um, I just, overall, I could just, and again, right after, like, the fucking bomb-ass episode that we did last week, dude, like, I, I'm just, I'm just, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't particularly it's, care for this yeah. episode. 
And I would have even I, I would have even said we can see these characters again, even Aiden and Josephine, who you know we were ragging on Aiden the whole time. If we saw this this trio again at some point in the future, and just to see where they were at, I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to it if they could do it right. But I think that they kind of just give up on it here. Um, but yeah, especially after watching last week's episode. And um, oh, you know, I was talking to this is just a real quick diversion before we end the the, the show. Um, Last week, Meg, right? We lost Meg. Mm-hmm. And the last thing that Meg, Meg says is telling Sam to run with Dean. Like, get go with your brother. Get out of here. Um, I, was, I said this to you, but the first time that we meet Meg, she's telling Sam to run away from his brother. So I thought that was an interesting, like, you know, arc for her. Basically, just with, like, one simple line, I found, like, it was a, a callback to when she first met Sam while she's trying to pull him away from, from Dean. And then she literally dies fighting so that he can run away with Dean again. And I was like, that's, that's kind of a, that's kind of a nice little finale for her. Um, but anyway, the finale of this episode, did you see Sam's huge jeans? Yes. Did you see how big his jeans were? His extremely huge jeans in this episode. Those are large jeans. It's because he's got the front stuff with paper towels because he doesn't want any blood stains on there anymore. <laughs> I uh I was curious what else Chrissy has been in. I was curious if she had been in another episode, and uh, I found out she was born in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So weird. Oh, also, uh, she is a little bit older than I thought, and she still looks exactly like she is five and a half years old. So good on you, Chrissy. <laughs> Keep going because that's gonna that's gonna be really useful in the future. Uh, <laughs> do you have anything in the fu- in the future to say about this episode? <laughs> no, just Sam's jeans are huge. Yep. Uh, he mm-hmm. keeps trying to tell Dean that they're nocturnal emissions, but he's like, "Sam, that's red. <laughs> that's not what that is." Um, <laughs> and yeah, that's all. <laughs> next episode, it looks like we're getting into another trial, so I'm excited. Yeah, the uh, let's do a little teaser for the next episode, <clears throat> especially because I just closed out that wiki page that I was on that would just tell me what that is real quick. Hell yeah, Whoops. hell yeah, you did. Uh, hell yeah. In the meantime, let's thank all of the patrons over at Patreon.com/slash Monster of the yes. Week uh, for to donate a couple of bucks a month. Thank you to everybody leaving iTunes reviews. Thank you to everybody uh, listening to the podcast. Thank you for everybody chatting about it, talking about it, recommend it to your friends. All of that is super appreciated. We 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 love it. Uh, next yes. week we're going to be covering Taxi Driver, and wow, this this was the hell of an anticlimax. Sam and Dean face the second trial. Okay, mm-hmm. you said it. Mm-hmm. Um, you got him. Got him. So I'm so super excited to see this second trial. Uh, Chris, where can you be found on the internet? I am at Local Bones on Twitter. I am at JG Greer. Talk to the podcast at MOTW Cast. Uh, Chris, what do we always say at the end of this podcast? Oh, um, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta fill that cup and nut that blood. And we'll see you next week, everybody. Thank you for listening. Fill that cup, huh? That's that's a that's an interesting one. What does that mean? I think I'm gonna go with um, hoodies up, hoodie up, glasses on, fangs out for the title. Fangs up, do it. Yeah, <laughs> go with fake makeout uh, or fake makeouts. Yeah. What do you think uh, we should call we wanna... this, this week's episode? Am I I can't call it nut blood, right? Like that's I can't. Do um... that.
Um, if you spell it different. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll put like an umlaut over the U that bleed <laughs> so that yeah, it doesn't yeah, flag yeah. anything. <laughs> and watch it like break our I podcast mean, software somehow. Nut and blood are not explicit terms. Yeah, but I mean, if you put the two of them together, nobody's thinking like you mean like a like a fucking vanilla nut blood or anything like no nut, nut no blood. no blood nut November no blood nut November. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, we're terrible people. You've been building a bunch of furniture. Huh? I have. I have uh, a dresser six drawers to put into the dresser we moved Woo. we moved a second dresser into the, the master bedroom um Woo. we've been we've been really lacking in storage space and like just straight up like places to put clothes so um mm-hmm. we actually and we bought two nightstands that each had two drawers so like we were increasing our storage capacity by like a factor of 12 or something it was gonna be pretty dope but then the uh pretty good nightstands were not the right color so we did not end up building those. So we'll come back to those later. Those are going to end up in my cast cave studio or whatever. And uh, I like that you call it a cast cave. Yeah, yeah, cast cave is pretty dope. Um, and yeah, that's and just moving stuff around and going through. Like we had those transparent plastic bins just full of clothes, and uh, mm-hmm. just going through all of that stuff and being like, okay, well, this shirt is obviously for eighteen-year-old Jeremy and not thirty-eight-year-old Jeremy because <laughs> this does not fit at all. Um, even though it's totally dope, it's one of my favorite shirts. I have to let go of it. So, I uh, yeah, I, I a couple months ago got rid of a bunch of old shirts, and the other day Jess was over and she just had on the shirt from that had my like my middle school's name on it. <laughs> I was like, uh, where did you get that? She's like, oh, I don't know, I've had this forever. I was like, <laughs> she's like, is it what is this from your like your college or something? I was like, no. That- it's my middle school, Jess. <laughs> That's from when I was 13. How do you have it? And why are you wearing it? That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what shirt it was. Uh, but it was like a, it was either like a concert shirt or like a one-off like internet shirt and that, that I really like a lot. But it just, at some point it had shrunk. And so like, and I'm a pretty tall dude. So uh, if a shirt shrinks at all, like it, the length of it, just gets, all of a sudden it's like at my belly button. And that's not a good look for a dude at all. No, um, no. So uh, I was like, yeah, you could wear it. And she's like, but I'm not, though. I'm like, oh, OK, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll just yeah. throw it away. <laughs> she found a service online, I think, that you could send shirts to and they'll make a quilt out of them, which seems kind of dope. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I've seen that before. It seems like it'd be a pretty good idea. Um, yeah. But. You know, it's Christmas time, so we're not trying to spend all of the money in the world. Oh, I just wrote the road so far like a minute ago. Oh, nice. And I already I already forgot about doing it. <laughs> yeah, I've got my notes up. I might as well go ahead and create the episode, too, while I'm being responsible. Oh, I ate a lot of food, though. I had, I had broccoli. Mm-hmm. I had some pork. Uh, I had some uh, sweet potatoes. What do you uh? Uh, How how you serving that broccoli? I just uh, steam it, Mm -hmm. and then I just I pretty much just eat it. I put salt and pepper on it sometimes. Um, I put garlic powder on it sometimes. I didn't today though. I'm gonna Uh, uh, I'm gonna send you a link to um, the seasoning that the Vietnamese guy and uh, that we know recommended to us. He was like, "Yeah, don't tell anybody," but this is what I put like in all of my fun stuff. And basically, I started putting it on everything. 
Um, Autumn put it on popcorn last night. She thought it was delicious. But like we started putting it on just about everything instead of salt and pepper. And she it's really, really good. I'm always down for new seasoning because I'm trying to eat healthy yeah. but like i want stuff to taste good <laughs> <laughs> i want it i want it to taste and not like just taste like broccoli yeah broccoli is is good though because it fills me up so much that i don't i'm not tempted to like go eat some chips at you know 10 30 at night sure. um you know it's just you, you gotta pay for it though you pay for it in farts every time oh you gotta make the transaction the, the gas transaction <laughs> 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 uh broccoli the healthiest food but at what price yeah. at what price right. health like i'm not eating food that makes me sick and, you know and, and and causes sick farts anymore but i am having vegetable <laughs> farts. sorry listeners i wonder if those will go away like once you get your system cleaned out pretty well if like it'll just be yeah i probably i think so because it's well it's not all the time that i that i have issues so that i that i flash on mm-hmm. it's just sometimes so it just depends on if I ate something shitty the day before I had broccoli. Yeah. <laughs> I, I ate two double cheeseburgers the day before, but you know, the broccoli is what's causing my stomach issues. Oh my God. <laughs> right. Right. I fucking wreck some double cheeseburgers right now. I'm kind of hungry. I could, I could literally like just the thought of like being able to just eat some fast food cheeseburgers would make me so happy, but can't do it. I have, I mean, I haven't in a really long time anyway. Cause that, that was like the first thing that I had to cut out. You know, years ago was like, oh shit! If I keep eating Burger King every week, I'm I'm gonna die because <laughs> my body is already broken. Yeah, yeah I, I, Steve used to live right next to a Burger King, so we'd be chilling out playing World of Warcraft in his basement. And I'd be like, all right, I'll be back in one minute. I'm gonna go get a large milkshake, <laughs> uh, seven large fries, and some fucking burgers. You want anything? Um, just one of some of my favorite shit in the world is um a strawberry milkshake from McDonald's. And some French fries. Mm. That's the that's the jam right there. That salty and that sweet. I love it. Yeah, love it, love it. I went to so I haven't been to McDonald's in years, and I went in recently. Just posted a video of it of me walking back to the car with her milkshake. Oh yeah, because I was like, all right, we we went out to eat somewhere, and she wanted dessert, but then she didn't say that she wanted dessert. So I was like, I'll take it again, milkshake. And I pulled into the the drive through, and it was like this insane snaking line throughout the park. And I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna park. I'm gonna go in. Surely that will be faster." Um, apparently, I talked to one of the moms in there. She told me that there was some like cheerleading like uh, like event mm-hmm. or something that had just happened, and everybody took their kids there. So there was just like tiny like nine year old cheerleaders running around everywhere, causing a ruckus. And I was just like, "Can I? I'm just trying to get a milkshake. Can anybody help me out here, uh, please?" Did you just yell but that nope, from the back? Of- like, hey, 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 yeah. you back there. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled into a McDonald's uh, once and uh, as soon, like I was I pulled in and I had to like stop for a car to back up. And then uh, I saw from the other side of the parking lot, like a bus had pulled up and opened the doors and like mm-hmm. a stream of children had just entered the building. And I just mm-hmm. I just noped right the fuck out. I was like, I'm not I'm no. not going to try to battle no. this like this. At least I mean, the fries would definitely be fresh. That's the only advantage. But I'd have to like wait 45. True. Minutes, so. True. Not worth it, though. Um, not worth it at all. <laughs> I probably told this story at some point. But when we were in high school. Uh, there was a big snowstorm when we all went to one of our friends' houses, and um, most of us didn't have cars back then. Plus, being terrible snow, you know, most of us wouldn't drive anyway. But uh, you know, we were teenagers. And we wanted to go play Super Smash Bros. in somebody's basement. So Joe took his dad's truck. You know, Joe from Chomp Chain. Mm-hmm. Um, he took his dad's truck, and 
we all like piled into it, drove down to our friend's house, and like three hours later, everyone's like, we need McDonald's and we need it. Stat. <laughs> I think we called it the Great Chicken Nugget Fiasco of 2008 because everybody was like, let's get some 20 piece nuggets up in this bitch. And Absolutely. that's what we decided to do. And Joe was like, no, I'm not driving to McDonald's. I don't want McDonald's. I don't want chicken nuggets. Like, please, can we just chill, you guys? We convinced him, the one person with the car, we convinced him to drive us all there. He orders 120 chicken nuggets <laughs> and one cheeseburger. Fucking it. And the, and the guy hands, because he, he was like, I want a cheeseburger. I'm driving out here. I'm going to get something. The guy hands him the bag. And he was like, is the cheeseburger in there? And the guy said, yes, I put it in there. And then we get back and there's no fucking no cheeseburger. cheeseburger in oh, there. no. <laughs> was so mad but it was the weather was too bad it's like you could just like turn around and go back it was a whole ordeal Jeez. but yeah that was um I, there was some other facet to that story other than the fact that we had 120 chicken nuggets but that's a lot of nugs. it was a fiasco a it was a fiasco nugs. that's a lot of nugs i think that's probably like the turning point for my body when it was like uh-uh bro you've done this one too many times yes, yes. these nugs these were the nugs that killed you <laughs> i found that even eating that because i used to rock that 20 piece nugget all the time uh-huh. um and i but i found that after a while i even had i struggled to even finish the 20 you'd think like they're so little you pop them in your mouth you move on with your life nope. But uh, those things catch up with you fast. <laughs> All that trans fat weighing you down. I haven't been able to do twenty in a long time. I can I can knock out ten pretty easily. Um, mm-hmm. But like it's that's and any time I eat McDonald's is is like okay I'm he- eating McDonald's and I know for a fact I will be at a, like close to a ba- a friendly bathroom within an mm-hmm. hour. Cause- so if you eat if you eat ten chicken nuggets from me. So say I'm, you know, I'm regular Chris and I ate a regular meal um, for breakfast and now it's lunchtime and I got some McDonald's. If I eat 10 chicken nuggets, subtract 10 hours from when I would next need to go to the bathroom. If I eat 20 chicken nuggets, subtract 20 hours. So that means yeah. that you have to go to the bathroom immediately. <laughs> so I have to go to the bathroom now. I have to go to the bathroom earlier today already. So <laughs> got you got to be careful. They're asking you if you would t- if you're going to dine in or carry out. And you're like, oh, I'm going to dine in, sir. This is 20 nuggets. I'm going to dine be, yeah. in and, and take advantage of the services as soon as I'm I done. will be here late tonight. So <laughs> yeah. please, please don't lock the doors. <laughs> I'm going to be here for a while. The next time you see me, I will be very sweaty. <laughs> I think I may have told you this, but they they opened up a Taco Bell in the little town that I live in recently. Yeah, and uh, yeah. there's just a, a line out the door for that damn thing all the time. Like it's crazy. Like mm-hmm. who now? Are... Septic tanks are just f- filled to the brim. Yeah, it, I'm sure it is. Yeah, <laughs> I just I just don't know that I like um, Taco Bell anymore, man. I mean i I don't. I was never a big Taco Bell fan myself. But again, that was more of a preventative measure. Yeah, <laughs> you weren't you weren't taking any chances with the t- with the weird meat yeah, at Taco yeah, Bell. I, yeah, I could not I could not play around with those Mountain Dew tacos or whatever they got. I do. Uh, we went to Mexican food yesterday because uh, after we got back from uh, going to see the concert, we had to go pick up all of our dogs and the dog boarding place that we go to. They weren't allowed to go to the concert. They were not allowed to go to the concert. Um, the dog boarding place we use is only open from four p.m. to five p.m. on Sunday. Uh, which is a very awkward time, like for me personally, but also it seems like it'd be a very awkward time for them. Like if you were, if Mm -hmm. you were that dog boarding place, would you be like, yeah, noon to one, (laughs) like, like you guys can come from noon to one and I got shit to do or, or from seven to eight or eight to nine or like you guys show up that morning and then like this, this place is shut down. Um, so we had like a late lunch with Autumn's dad. We went to have Mexican food and, uh, man, they just, it's just like the best Mexican food ever. Like I love, I love it so much. I had tacos, al, Carb- al-, al- Carb- Carbone, I think is what they're called. I don't know. I can't 
I don't have no accent ability on this. I don't know. You tell me that's what it is, and I'll believe you. Man, four beef tacos, you know, just some shredded cheese on it, like some some like, four beef boys. Do you got four, four beef, beef boys? boys? Yes, a couple of things of rice. So Ooh. fucking good, man. That's. How was the concert? The concert was extremely good. Uh, How was, was it hanging out in the green room or whatever? I was a uh, I was I was a nervous wreck. So we went. Um, we uh, we got recommendations on a restaurant. Uh, the restaurant was thirty minutes away from our hotel, but we were like, "Fuck it!" Like like we're in Houston, like for the first time for pleasure, not just like having to work. So let's do the thing. So mm-hmm. we Ubered thirty minutes across town to. Uh, and the guy that had recommended this restaurant had told me like, Hey, once you get on the street, like literally any place that you go in is going to be great. Like everything down here is great. This is like their, their Chinatown or whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, I just didn't expect they were probably like 15 or 20 pho places. Like, like scattered. Oh, wow. I mean, like it was just every single restaurant was like pho or like, uh, you know, Asian bakery or Vietnamese plates or whatever. Like it was just every single fucking place. Um, the place we went to, um, have you watched Ugly Delicious on Netflix? Uh, no, I don't think so. It's a David Chang show. So, and he talks about like, uh, kind of like food and where it's from and how it gets changed and all this other kind of stuff. Uh, but he did a thing on, uh, crawfish because New Orleans, like the South, Louis, South Louisiana is known for like boiling crawfish or whatever. And there's been a huge Asian influx in New Orleans. And after Katrina, a lot of those like kind of Cajun Asian infusions kind of went elsewhere. But in, in New Orleans, like it's very much the traditional Cajun crawfish. Like no one really gets out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and in Houston, it's similar the same way. But he went to this one place who did like Viet Cajun stuff. Uh, and that's the place that we went to. I didn't realize it at the time until we got there. Um and they actually had some crawfish there, which was they're, they're out of season, so they were super small, but they were extremely fucking delicious. Uh, Fuck yeah. So that was great. <clears throat> Uber thirty minutes back, take a huge nap because <laughs> that's it. Because we're nice. so old. Nice. Nice. Uh, wake up. I uh, I DM Mike Eagle and I'm like, hey, uh, like, what's the story? Do I do I show up and like knock on a door with a secret knock? Do I walk in? And he's like, hey, I'm here. Uh, just come in and DM me, and I'll come find you. And I'm like, okay, cool. So uh, I was like hand sweating, kind of nervous, <laughs> like just because I don't, you know, like it's a it's a weird thing. Like you, we walked into yeah, this club. Yeah. There's like you know sixty people in front of the stage, like waiting for somebody to come on, and uh, like I'm I'm just waiting for it, literally the headliner to come out and like grab me, and, like look, like head on a swivel trying to look around to see if I can find anybody. <laughs> um, so I get there, I DM him, he comes out. Uh, you know, we do like the handshake to the hug. Autumn gives him a big hug. I introduce the two of them, and he's like, "Yeah, you guys got drinks? Okay, cool. Let's go. Let's go in the back." Uh, they have a corner of this tiny little venue, like curtained off. And uh, once you go through the curtain, they had like, like like sandwich plates that you would get from like Walmart, or vegetable plates that you would get from Walmart, and like a, a <laughs> like a bottle of scotch with no mixers or whatever. <laughs> um, but there was a door from that to uh, like a terrace area. We were three stories up. Like this this club was oh, wow. three stories in a mall. It was fucking weird. Uh, so <clears throat> the it's open air. So they've got couches and bullshit out there, and uh, people are like smoking weed. And the, uh, the the two opening acts were there. There was a DJ there that I ended up kind of talking to quite a bit that I didn't know ahead of time, but now like we're buds, so that was cool. Um, but yeah, I'm like it was it was extremely natural. Like I, I thought it was going to be kind of weird and awkward, but like we sat down and like I introduced myself to a couple of the people there, introduced Autumn, and then like he was like, "So you've been playing Dark Souls on Switch?" <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, no, man, I don't have a Switch. He's like, man, I'm in so love. I'm in Lost Isolith right now, and I'm you know just having a good time. I'm trying to get the save the best for last. And like, we just instantly started talking video games and Overwatch awesome. and just bullshit. And uh, yeah, we just just had a really good time. And at some point, we start talking about anime. He's like, do you guys watch anime? And I'm like, uh, well, you know, I'm. I'm very new. I'm like I'm a neophyte. Like I, you know, I watch Cowboy Bebop, and he's like, "Oh, I don't like Cowboy Bebop." But I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." <laughs> he's like, "Have you seen Samurai Champloo by the same people?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, like that's." We were kind of thinking, uh, like I'm thinking, like that might be my next thing. He goes, "I don't like that either." And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." <laughs> <laughs> Um, he was saying like he likes anime with uh, like strong characters and everything. Uh, so he was a big fan of My Hero Academia. I think I sent you a couple of mm-hmm. other ones that he mentioned that I didn't, yeah. I didn't recognize. Yeah. Uh, you said that. You said Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which are two that I would also recommend to you. So checks out. Yeah, everybody's been trying to get My Hero Academia in front of my eyeballs because they just say, oh, you like X-Men, so you're definitely going to like this. But, you know. Yeah, I mean they're different, but I could. That's that's also what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what uh, that's <laughs> what I told him. I was like, yeah, everybody tells me I should watch that because it's X Men done right. And he was like, and he kind of thought he was like, holy shit, that's exactly what it is. Like I've never thought about it that way. <laughs> but it's so weird, man. Like, uh, you know, I mean, like I don't think that he would probably consider himself famous or anything. But that dude has been like, I don't know, that dude's on Spotify and I listen to his records all the time. And then he was just yeah. sitting in front of me. And, you know, that's fucking crazy. That's super weird. That's cool. Uh, and then he found out um, from me or really from Autumn uh, that Travis Scott was playing <laughs> at the same time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently uh, Travis Scott is from Houston. Uh, he was he threw this thing uh at Astro World, which is in Houston, his new album is called Astro World, which I did not know because I don't listen to Travis Scott. Uh, right, but he threw like so it's not just a concert. He threw like an all day festival. Um, and, and so like I tell Mike this, and he's like, "Are you fucking telling me Travis Scott is playing? Why did nobody tell me this? <laughs> like somebody <laughs> should have told me this when I booked this venue that fucking Travis Scott was like throwing a thing. That uh, was really really funny. Um, but then yeah, I saw we, that tweet. That's funny. We were uh, we we just sat there and, and shot the shit for a long time. There was a couple of um, I don't know that you'd consider them groupies. Like they were these two chicks that were hanging out and. They were smoking a bunch of weed and like it was it was just weird. <laughs> like they were just acting <laughs> strange. Like at one point, um, somebody in the crowd had given Mike these three golden statue like figurines, and because uh, uh-huh. he's big into like wrestling, uh, so like it was. Uh, one of them was Ric Flair. I remember that, but I don't remember the other two. And this chick like came over. She's like, "Oh my god, what are those?" And he's like, "Oh, that somebody just literally gave me these." She's like, "Oh my god, I love them. Can I take a picture? I love gold." And like, I was like, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. And I guess that's a good thing that you like." She's like, the yeah, color. I'm a prospector. I love gold. <laughs> Can I sift this with my with yeah. my sifter? Please, please. I brought my sifter. Do you have a nearby waterbed that I could run this through? Do you have the mineral rights for these rest? figurines <laughs> can i buy them for me for a dollar uh so yeah that was that was a little weird um and they like hung out like apparently they knew the one of the opening acts a guy named pan amsterdam uh so they like hung out with that dude quite a bit um yeah everything was was super chill like we just kind of hung out and, and talked and then uh we were sitting there talking to him some more and he was like oh shit i gotta i gotta go on stage in three minutes i was like oh okay cool see you there <laughs> <laughs> and we just walked outside and like hung out at the bar and and had a couple of beers and watched him do like 45 minutes to an hour worth of his music so that's awesome we uh i thought Sounds about like, like hang- i thought about hanging out afterwards because he was like meeting people uh 
but then like I, there was like a crowd of people around him and i was like you know i, I spent like two hours with this dude like i don't want to be a creeper <laughs> like i'm just gonna leave <laughs> so, yeah ghost him now you're too cool she's so like all right later yeah and um <clears throat> by that point i think it was like 11 30 maybe 12 and uh we kind of expected downtown houston to have like a pizza place or something uh but no there was nothing open and we were Damn. and we were like it had been a while since dinner so like we were starving uh but luckily the hotel uh, had a bar downstairs and they were like yeah we're serving food food for the next 30 minutes and i'm like okay well we need quesadillas to go <laughs> we need this to go and then we need like four beers <laughs> like we're gonna end this night well <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah so we drank a bunch of beers and then we <clears throat> went upstairs and had quesadillas and then we passed out and woke up at like nine or ten o'clock the next day it was glorious hell yeah hell yeah so yeah it was a fun little overnight trip it was it was cool to do sounds good and uh, now I, I I can actually say I know Open Mike Eagle and a guy named Pan Very Amsterdam cool. that probably nobody's ever heard of. Hey, you don't know. It could be huge. It could be the next Skrillex. <laughs> it could be. The guy, the <laughs> DJ guy was like, yeah, that dude's a jazz musician. That uh, And then he just started rapping and now he's blowing up. And I'm like, oh, really? That's weird. Okay, Damn. cool. Damn. You, uh, you, want, you want to do the podcast? I am. Do you want to do a podcast? Yeah, I was going to say, like, oh, what did I do this week? I was like, I didn't really do anything. <laughs> I was about to ask you, like, did you have a good time like, this weekend? <clears throat> yeah, we had a great time. We just, like, played video games and watched TV. <laughs> so that was it. <laughs> did I tell you that I started Hill House finally? Oh, yeah. Do you like it? Yeah. I think I'm on episode, like, six or seven, and it's 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 very creepy. Uh, it's not, mm-hmm. like, it's not super scary. Um, right. But it's, it's, it's unsettling, it's maybe creepy and unsettling. And I am just fascinated with like how damaged all of these kids turned out to be. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. And it's, and they do some real clever, like editing stuff too, that I like a lot, like folding over the multiple timelines and, and some, some yeah. weird kind of overlap of the present day timeline into like where, where you wouldn't expect. I think that stuff really works for me. So. Same into it. <laughs> But yes, we can do a podcast. All right, all right. I like Red Dead again. That's my last thought. Oh yeah, what happens? I've just, I've just sucked. Do you want to know like spoilers? No, you don't want to know spoilers. No, we probably shouldn't spoil it. But like, are you like? Did you no, just no. stick? You said you said you're sticking to story. I've stuff, just stuck like? to the story. Every time I go to the major city, I fucking walk. I'm not even running anywhere anymore. I'm not bumping into anybody and getting a goddamn bounty. I just, I've just been following the story, um, and that's it. Are you close to the end? <laughs> I'm. About halfway through chapter five, maybe. I think there's six chapters. So okay. I'm getting there. I'm going to try to do it this week, but we'll see what happens. I've heard from other people. All last week. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just, I've, I've heard from people, a lot of other people that there's a pretty lengthy epilogue after everything. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, that's how the first one is anyway. Um, but I, all last week I played Spyro from the like remastered games. Hell yeah. Uh, it, it just, I, I got the platinum in it and which is not hard to do because all you do is like collect gems and like do like one special thing per level. And like, that's it. That's all you gotta do. Um, there's three of those games. So I'll probably go back and do the other two at some point, but man, it was a nostalgia trip. I didn't realize how much I had loved those games when I was little. Uh, I don't like, so all the sound effects and everything was just like pulled at my heart <laughs> in, in weird, unexpected ways. Uh, but yeah, I played the shit out of that game. Then back to red dead. 
and we'll see what happens next. All during right, during my uh, like two and a half hours at GameStop last week, which I um oh my god, which I'm yeah. just gonna say like if you're listening to the outtakes right now, out there listeners, uh, like you should be on the Discord because I laid all of those weird fucking stories out on the Discord. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna review them here, but uh, I had I had a wild time at, at GameStop. Um, I might do like a tweet thread about that later. Who knows? Anyway. Um, the manager of the store, as she was checking out the either the PlayStation or whatever, we were just sitting there bullshitting and uh, talking about games. And she was like, "Yeah, I'm playing that Spyro right now. Uh, me and Spyro have differences in what it takes, what 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 how something should be collected. Like I'm having to use a game fact to get all of the collection stuff." Uh, and she was kind of pissed off about that. And then th- there was a clerk there who was quite a bit younger. <clears throat> you could tell the kid was like late teens, early twenties at max, and. Uh, the, the, the manager was like, Do you, have you ever played Spyro? And he was like, oh yeah, man, I played that on the Game Boy, the original Game Boy. And I'm like, man, I had a Game Boy. Did Spyro come out on the Game Boy? I'm pretty sure. Like me and her like giving each other the look. Like, I don't think that that dude. Uh, yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. I hear good things about Fake that game. Fake gamer cred. Yeah. Um, I don't know how well it translates to like an adult who's never played it before but like i had a blast playing it again i can't help but think that that's gonna be like next year that's gonna be a ps plus game at some point it's gotta be yeah it's gotta like, be. That, that feels like like that ratchet and clank game going on ps plus and all that stuff that feels yeah. like it's yeah. a, a good mix for it absolutely all right yes let's do a podcast <clears throat> okay okay <laughs> 